What's up with everybody, man? This is Scanning These Podcasts. We back. We back again, man. Episode 12, Peace and Love. This is the season finale, man. Mm-hmm. Like, again, we appreciate everybody that tunes in and listens to all this, man. Gives us feedback. We appreciate everybody that's um participating with us on the pages, you know, and telling us how they feel about it. You know, but we back. Episode 12, season finale. Let's go. You already know. How you been, though? I've been good, bro. Um... First off, let me say, you know, baby girl's here. You know what I'm saying? She Congratulations on that, man. I appreciate that. I wish Six. you had, like, the crowd noise in yeah, the yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah, I might, right? I, might try, I might put that shit in there. I might try to put that shit in there. So, uh, you know, six pounds, ten ounces, you know what I'm saying? Anala J. Scantlin, man. She's here. Full of life. Full of energy. You know, I love it. Brendan loves it. adorable, Oh, bro. man. I swear, man. You got to meet her for the first time. Oh, yeah, yeah. When I opened the door today, yeah. So, you know, that's how it is, bro. Mm-hmm. Everything's been good. How everything with you, bro? Man, life is good, man. I just want to just say, uh, give all glory to God, man. Everything's mm-hmm. going great. Um, man, I think after like COVID, everybody like yeah. had a, a second to like uh, make that next step and they like that next, you know, that right direction. And I'll just say, life is good, man. Mm-hmm. Um, I literally just got back from LA. Went that was my first time on on the West Coast. I've been to a lot of states, but I've never been to LA. Yeah, yeah, I got a crazy gang story that happened out there too. Bro, bro, we'll get into that. I, I, that's something I'm gonna speak on. But it's a crazy gang story that happened out there. I seen your brother posted some nigga getting duffed the fuck out. Some next it, nigga. man, it was just uh, it's one thing to hear about all these different gang shit yeah. on, on the West Coast, but like niggas really take this hat shit serious. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, it's uh, it's not just the Bloods and the Crips that. But it's really a lot of like a lot of the Mexican games too as well. Mexican games are very treacherous. And uh, we they're just not a up, fucking joke. We ended up going to a club in, in the middle of a Piru, Mexican mm-hmm. hood, and the Mexicans are trying to extort the club. And we just happened to be in a club with like a lot of different people. BMF was in there, you know what I'm saying? So that shit just wow. It was dope, man. It was like it was, I had a I had a good, good time, and it was just uh, my cousin was out there the same time you was though. Same area, my little cousin was. Man, the same it was time a lot of stars you was out there that yeah, night, bro. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he definitely was out there around the same time. I'm glad y'all boys got back safe, though. Cause whenever somebody tell me they going to Cali, bro, the first thing I say is be fucking safe, bro. Yeah, yeah. like I mean, I had a whole, had a good time. Like I'll say, everything was great. It was just uh, it's one thing like to see this gang shit and then actually be there. But the thing about growing up in Fayetteville, I've been through but almost every scenario, bro. So when everybody wilding and stuff, you staying poised the whole time. Mm-hmm. Like you like you seeing what's going on. You're not panicking like everybody else is, but. I'm not from there, so I hate to jump a fence, nigga. And I'm yeah. right there. I'm in the wrong hood. You jumping right there, they having a fucking the kinks. You, yeah, they having a kinks in here in their fucking backyard. And they're like, hey, fool. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. there's some Mexicans back there already to ride. Right. They, they, got, they, got, they don't know what's going on. They got real wild, man. You know what I'm saying? But th- you can't think about that, though. Like, now that we on that gang shit, the gang violence shit, like, we don't, we don't, you know, promote gang violence or nothing like that. You know what I mean? But it's on some shit like, can you imagine being like a grown ass man, like 42? 50 something, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? You chilling with your kids or either your grandkids and you teaching them the ABCs or some shit like that, you know what I'm saying? Or you cooking for them or some shit. You like, oh man, fuck that. Yeah. You yeah, motherfuckers yeah. acting stupid up the street. I'll be right back. I'm getting ready to go kill these niggas. Yeah. And then you come back and you just like, man, you know, all right, now what was I saying? Like, how do you feel? Like, waking up every day, feel like you got to prove something to a nigga, bro. Yeah, like, they're doing that shit, a lot of shit over territory. But it's so, like, uh, the reason why it's hard to stop. Because of course the money you get business and thing mm-hmm. that's one thing but if I kill your man's 
Mm-hmm. You gonna feel like it's only right that you retaliate and kill one of my mm-hmm. man. That shit's a cycle to keep going back and forth. That shit, you, you know what I'm saying? Stop, it's bro. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what makes it. Really that gang banging shit is not cool, bro. Like, yeah. but, but it's a way of life, man. That's just something I yeah. learned. But that's yeah. my uh, my Cali trip was good, man. I yeah. really enjoyed it, man. But I'm good, bro, man. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. it's a pleasure like being on this mic with you again, mm-hmm. bro. Yeah, man. You know, it's always you know, we've good. We've been doing this shit for a long, long, long time, time, man. Long time. And I know it's a lot of things that we still ain't even reached and do yet, but. You know, everything's a work in progress, man. We're doing this shit at the best speed we can, my boy. So, you know how that go, man. And another thing I want to say, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to jump into this too early because I want to say that the Lakers failed me, man. I'm embarrassed. Um, I feel let down. I feel like our squad was poorly put together. Mm. I feel like D-Book pulled up in that Grand National. You know what I'm saying? And everything just, he shook the building. Yeah. Uh, I feel like D-Book put in the most work out there. The Phoenix boys put out the most work out there. Chris Paul put out the most work out there. Them boys actually played pretty hard. You know what I'm saying? Uh, LeBron just can't win on his own the whole time. You know what I'm saying? But, AD. All right, so, so, all right, so, so, all right, look, we just got straight into the topics, man. Uh, yeah, he just AD, skipped nah, the fuck all that. So, look, I, man. I want to hear him talk about it because I know you're going to try to rip me. I know you're going to try to rip me All right, so, so since we on this NBA, this is how I look at it like that with the Lakers. All right, I understand Anthony Davis' situation. Like he's a pussy. Your best player or your second best player, whatever you want to call it. I'm just going to tell you, he's a pussy, bro. He, he's, he's great, but he can't stay healthy. He's a pussy. But I don't really got no sympathy for LeBron. You know why, bro? They got a lot of good players. People say all these people ass. They got the top free agent that came out in the midseason, Andre Drummond. I'm a Hornets fan. I would have loved to have that nigga as our center. Facts, you know what I'm saying? Facts. They got Montrez here. They already deep at every position. They wasn't bro. using them boys right, bro. I get that. But it's like, people was like, LeBron ain't healthy. I get it. I understand. I, I, He's not 100%. I, I totally, totally get that. But I just seen them niggas throw off the backboard, mm-hmm. and the nigga just head was at the fucking rim, bro. Yeah. I just saw him post up Jay Crowder and was flexing on that nigga. So it was like, I look at like age is starting to really catch up with him. He couldn't really turn the corner at once a point like he did. He's still strong, IQ better than ever. His stats are really good because he had 29 and I believe like eight boards last game. And people saying that's an okay game. That's how that's how great you are that you that's damn near 30 points. And mm-hmm. people saying that's a, just an average game for you. Like he hit the bar set high get, for him. I really don't think but that people should do it. just better. The Suns were really just a better Chris team, Paul has bro. a lot to prove. The Suns were hungry. Devin really Booker. But Devin Booker is just a nasty yeah, nigga, he was, bro. And he, and he modeled his game after Kobe a lot. And he, he and he's like, just watching him play was amazing this playoffs, bro. Because it's just like. He had 70 points in a fucking game before, bro. I said, dog, you're a nasty motherfucker out there, bro. And people be trying to say, oh, the top five finishers is like, they be trying to say like, um, um, what's he at Brooklyn now uh, with the beard? James Harden, yeah. Russell Westbrook. They be saying James Harden, Russell Westbrook, Dame, and they be trying to say uh, LeBron when he want to. He's interchangeable with uh, what's the other brother name? I can't even think of it. And then what's the last one I heard? But I told them niggas, Dame and D Book just really just need to be put higher, bro, because them boys be playing, bro. Yeah, and especially Dame. Yeah, I, Dame. I just don't give him. Dame no- Lillard had a great. Hey, do you think that he needs to leave Portland? Yes, I said that. I said that the other day. But why do y'all? But but he does not need to leave Portland. Portland needs to 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 
do right by him. But they're doing right by him. They have like great pieces around them. It's just they really just can't get over that hump. Like they're just a a good team in the West, in a loaded ass West, bro. Like they good. They really have a lot of good pieces. But he being loyal, like he's trying to stay loyal to the small market teams. What that, what that gonna prove to him? Like, hey, I get up and I go to like a a, a team like LA. I don't think honestly, I don't think like LA could trade for him. I don't think they have the pieces to trade for him. But I know they've been saying that Dame Lillard, you know, he wants to go to L.A. with LeBron, mm-hmm. which would be real dope. That would be kind of cool to watch, honestly. But um, Dame Lillard, man, he uh he definitely had a hell of a series, man. NBA playoffs been really, really interesting, by the way. So, I feel bad for your Lakers, bro. But uh, this year, man, it's going to be it's like it's gonna be a new champion, man. And the way Brooklyn, they just all James Harden for a minute. I see that. I just seen that right now. Yeah, I'm looking yeah at it. they just all James Harden for a while, so. We about to find out. It's gonna be a. It's gonna be deep book, man. You think Phoenix? I'm thinking, but I ain't gonna lie. I'm thinking Brooklyn or Milwaukee. Whoever win the Brooklyn Milwaukee series. But Giannis looks real good too. He's always look good. Nigga just get bored of watching it's just, greatness. It's just a lot of shoulders and two steps, bro. And a lot of uh, just a lot of moving. And then when you do thirty and ten, thirty and fifteen, mm-hmm. over and over and over. And people be trying to act like he's not really doggish like that. I'm like that nigga's a, a certified dog if you look at what he's doing out yeah. here. And they did a great job of constructing that that team around him, which is real good. So. That's the NBA playoffs right there for you since we got into mm-hmm. it. Since you want to go in about the L.A. Lakers, man. Uh, so, let's go ahead and start getting into some of these top topics and everything. Mm-hmm. I know uh, some are one of our uh, our listeners. And also, I want to speak on the subject as well. They had the Mount Rushmore, you know, the, of hip-hop. Mm-hmm. Right. The 2010s. And then, they, you great. know, of course, they have the, you know, the 2020s of the young generation mm-hmm. as well. They had on the 2010s on the list of the four, they had, of course, Drake, mm-hmm. J. Cole, mm-hmm. and Kendrick Lamar. Mm-hmm. On the fourth, it was like, who? So some of the options were, of course, Future, Nicki Minaj, uh, Lil Wayne. Uh, so, oh, so you talking about who and face should be on, like, if it's a, a rap, not rap. Young Thug, you know what I mean? So, uh, and then, you know, of course, the list goes on. Wayne got to be on there. Of uh, the 2010s, you feel like that's who you'll go with? Well, no, because in 20. Right Say this time, answer wisely. It, tra- it was trash by that time. Not trash, but like he started going pop. I don't feel like, yeah, I don't feel like that was Prime Wayne. In nah, 2010. Prime I Wayne. Feel like he, he was so great that he, he, he was still on the radio hits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, uh, that wasn't Prime Wayne. Prime so. Wayne was in t- middle yeah, 2000s. Yeah, he was like that. Mid 2000s. We're not even. So, who would you add? Who would be your fourth? For 2010s. Future came in strong with. That's a that's a popular answer. That's bro. A, that's future came in. Is that strong. your an, is that your final answer? I'm gonna just say I'm gonna say future should be in there because like, and I don't think I'm forgetting anybody because and then you know Cole came in around that time. Cole came in hot. They already had it, he already on. Yeah, that I know. Team. I'm just saying Cole came in hot. Drake is always gonna be hot. Yeah. So you can't leave him out. I think those three are automatically in there. Uh, Drake, Kendrick, and Cole. Yeah, and Kendrick, he was on fucking fire when he first dropped. So yeah, I'm gonna put Future in there, bro, because Future started a whole new sound. Yeah, you know what I'm so you going? F- That's a great answer. You know great, saying? great. I answer. hate to be that way. That's a great answer. Uh, I'll probably say, I'll probably have to say, man, and I know. It's, it's, I don't. I'm not. I'm not. I'm a guy, so I don't really like. You know, I'm not around here bumping this shit. But I really respect her music where she at. I feel like Nicki Minaj should be number four on that list because she's stats wise. People can say whatever they want, however they feel about her. 
But stats wise, she's like the best female rapper of all time. Uh, and you can't. Uh, I mean, I mean, like stats wise, I'm not. I mean, yeah, you got your opinion on who's the best. I like Eve. Eve, my favorite female rapper of all time. But I'm talking about stats wise and like putting up numbers and plats and all that shit. Like she put the numbers in the 2010s to 2020. Mm-hmm. So it was like you like Lil Wayne had the young money. Who ran that shit? Drake and Nicki Minaj, right? Yeah, Lil Wayne. And, and Tiger, right? Yeah, I'm gonna say. I'm going to say, from when I first heard Tiger say a rap, like, I heard him rap, it was shitty. You know what I'm saying? It was <laughs> shitty. I'm not going to be honest. It was the shittiest thing I ever heard. But uh, for the most part, when he got with Young Money, whoever was writing his music or whatever the fuck happened, whoever, if Wayne got in there and told him how to do that you shit. You, you around greatness, bro. Like You, you, you have no choice greatness. but to get better. And then you already had the... Uh... You already had a fan base. He already had a swag. You had niggas want to rock snapbacks and mm-hmm. want to rock chains and get tatted like Tiger at one point. So, like, uh, I mean, he already had, I think it just came down to the music and he just got around the right formula. So, I mean, shit, man, all the fuck we speaking about Tiger. I don't know. Yeah, yeah but, but anyway. But then, of course, you know, you got, you know, Drake and Nicki Minaj and then, you know, Lil Wayne ran that shit. I just feel like between them two, I feel like Future or Nicki Minaj. And some people could say Young Thug. Honestly, I wouldn't even get mad at that answer. I'll say those three are the I people can't that give really it to Thug because that really Thug, stood out to me. Thug didn't do what Future did. Without Future, Thug wouldn't even have that type of lane. Because think about it, Future and Thug is the same thing. Thug just sound different. You know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. the same style rap. They talk about the same shit. They say the same shit. Thug just do it in a unique way. Thug is really. And you, people going to get mad at me for this. Thug is literally a musical genius, bro. If you look at the shit that mm. he's doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it may not be lyrical, but as far as, like, you know, some shit you can bop to, some shit that yeah. sounds good, some shit that's going to sell. And that's what the whole shit is about. Selling. That, that's, 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 and that's the reason why when you asked me who to answer, and I said, of course, the popular answer is future. Mm-hmm. That's the first answer I thought was future. But also, I was like, man... Someone brought up Nicki Minaj before, yeah. and I was like, "Damn, she has a great case." Like when it came to her resume, her mm-hmm. resume just stands up. Nicki Minaj is definitely a, a, a good rapper. She was a, she was a good rapper when she went pop like Wayne. I was a little pissed off. I don't think. Yeah, I think ain't she retired? Mm, I, I think she but she got a big fan base, yeah, man. She does. So you know, all, hey, Nicki Minaj, bring your fan base here, man. We'll take all your viewers, man. Much love. We want it. Facts. <laughs> no, no cap. We need all of them. All right, so man, he he went with uh, Future. I went with uh, with Nicki Minaj for that fourth spot, but regardless, man, that's that. Who you say the twenty twenty is a new generation? They had a uh, NBA young boy. They had, um, of course, they had uh, Lil Baby. Lil and Baby they had Dirk. I'm about to say Lil Baby Dirk for sure. NBA young boy, he dropped the ball with me, man. And it, and it's just not musically. He's he's a damn good rapper, bro. Like yeah. when it comes to what Louisiana produces, as far as like that Boosie style rap. Lane and Webby, he does a damn good job at that. Like he's he he does a damn good job at keeping that Louisiana sound. He run that YouTube shit. Yeah, twenty one under that. He's number one in the niggas. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not gonna take nothing away from that young nigga, but I feel like his mistakes made me move another way. You know what I'm saying? You, you would take him off that? I'm not gonna take him off of it, but like they can, like I said, they can have. I said they can have that, but I feel different towards it because of like who he is and like. The type negativity he have around him, you know what I'm saying? If you get what I'm saying, I got you. So that's how I feel about that. I don't know who to put on that fourth one because 
I listen to so much old shit still, bro. I be, I tell, I put money bag on that bit. Money bag hard. Dolph, whoever. Ooh, money. great answer. You know what I'm saying? Money bag. Dolph. Great answer. I didn't think about a money bag dog. Two different camps, but them boys, you got to think about it. Memphis got a lot to say, bro. People leave Memphis out of rap a lot, and that they is. They have Pushyce on there. Well, I'm about to say Pushyce should be up there too. And that I be calling that nigga a big general on that motherfucker. Shit, that, that motherfucker was born in 1999, bro. Who? 1999. Yeah, Pushyce was born in 1999. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he, uh, you a young punk, yo? Like as far as like. What I would call like my brother friends and shit. Like you a young punk, bro. Yeah. But you definitely make him noise in this rap game. You know what I'm saying? And shout out to Memphis rap too, bro. That's another thing, man. When we since we on the music that topic, on y'all shit out there. music. I, and I, I'm a Memphis rap fan. You know what I'm saying? Like Eight Ball, MJG, Gotti. You know what I'm saying? Gotti. Uh, yeah. Let's let's talk about it. Three Six. Um, fucking Project Pat is. I call him my hood reverend. You know what I'm saying? That's I fuck with Project Pat. You know what I'm saying? So, shout out to all them Memphis boys, because y'all always got a sound that I'm going to always rock with, bro. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Appreciate you. All y'all boys out there. All right. So, shit, since we speaking on that shit, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, by the way, um, I'll add Kodak on that list, too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You got to give Kodak. I feel like Cap- I'm ready Kodak. for him to drop an album or something, though. He dropped something, but it was That was an EP, but we're going to get into it when we speaking our music, mm-hmm. man. <laughs> we got a little bit of structure. Mm-hmm. We just drop. We just going in topics. Mm-hmm. All right. So, cool, my boy. So, J. Cole dropped his first. Uh, he, J. Cole came back and dropped an album. Uh, he been gone for a while. His first studio album since uh, K.O.D. Of course, he was on Revenge of the Dreamers Three, which he did his thing, which was great. And uh, you know, he dropped the Fall Off. Uh, you know, the little the, the bundle, the, the little mm-hmm. three songs. I mean, the yeah. two three songs, the two what, mm-hmm. what with the dog three? on the front of Simba. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Lion King, which was which was great. Yeah, but he whatever. came back and dropped the off season, which was what we heard was possibly a mixtape. Yeah, man. And, and uh, what we got a documentary. Uh-huh. Uh We got a lot of stuff off that uh, documentary off the off, off the off season, man. So how would you say number just one, off, off, it's been probably a, a a week or two now? Yeah. How would you number, digest it so far? One, just the album rollout, everything, man. Number one, I'm gonna say it like this, bro. Um, Shout out to the Dreamville camp. Facts. You know what I'm saying? I know, you know, them boys, some good boys over there. Shout out to them boys. Um, And I'm going to say the documentary was lovely. I feel like, you know, it's always good to get into a little insight of what mm-hmm. your, one of your favorite rappers are doing. Uh, It's nice enough for them to let us see into their mind. Because they don't have to do that. You know what I'm saying? They don't have to do that at all. So that's very nice of him to do that, for one. And, um... As far as us telling him how he break down his music, how he gets into the zone, how he makes himself feel, how he, you know, I, I appreciate that too. Mm-hmm. And then, like, let's go to the album. Um, First track, Bananas. 95 South. Like. Hey, I got a quick, let me, let me say something real quick mm-hmm. to that. Of course, you know, I have to have a host of the J. Cole, mm-hmm. you know, Dreamville. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, listening to album party it was like a block party. It was good. Like hundred people showed up. It was uh-huh. smooth, bro. Yeah. I'll say this. So we playing a lot of different music from eleven thirty to twelve, getting set up and everything. Uh-huh. So at twelve oh five, twelve o'clock, you know, around that time we played the first song. Uh-huh. And ninety five South come on. So it was people out there. We listened to it. Yeah. And Killer came on. The energy mm. was crazy. 
Then when he shot out two six, and then little John part at the end. That shit was bro. The energy was crazy. crazy. I thought that was a perfect intro to the right. album. I was like, this out, this intro is perfect. That bro. this album was to fuck your head up and just have you like this nigga is bananas. Because yeah. if you think about that first track, and then you get into all the other tracks, none of that was that. None of none of them tracks was that first track. Oh, that's your, so. Are you saying that's your your favorite favorite track on there? No, I mean well, that's the intro. It can't even count that. But like. He went super sane on that track. You know track, what I'm saying? Man. So, the first track is bananas. It's three wow. different genres. I love that song. In the song. I love that song. That's like a dreams and nightmares. Like, like come on, bro. That shit is like, what are you? Intro. I almost drove off the road listening to that shit the next day on the way to work. I'm turning. I'm like, what the fuck, nigga? Like, I drive off this fucking road right now. You know what I'm saying? My pen in the paper, at least. <laughs> yeah. I'm sitting straight there. Man, he was in his bag, shot. So. Uh, man, yeah, yeah. So you know, of course, that ninety five. It's always good to hear a nigga from up north yell out two six, nigga, and it mean it mean what it is. You know what I'm saying? That that's hard. Yeah, no, no, for real. So I just remember that moment. That was a real dope moment. A lot of people share. Uh, so shout out to Cole. He got a new album in the country. So around, first rapper ever. Around three hundred k the first first week. First rapper ever. All all they all debut. What all albums that he had come out went platinum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First ever do it. Billboard. Um, what's some of your? Of course, you said if you had to say, uh, if there was something that you could have, what was your, what's your favorite song in there? And if there was something you could have changed about the album, would you change? Uh, I loved every song on there. Um, and it sounds biased. I loved every song on there because every song was a look into his mind. I listen to music for different mm. reasons. I'm a music person. Like I love music. Like there's nothing else that makes. On my spare time, you know what I'm saying? When I'm doing shit for me, yeah. there's nothing that gets me in that mode to do something more than music. You know what I'm saying? So if sure. I cut music on, I know exactly how the fuck I want to feel. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If I'm, if I'm in here cleaning up and I know I need some music that's going to make me move, mm-hmm. I'll turn on some fucking Earth, Wind, and Fire. I'll turn on Frankie Beverly and Maze. You know what I'm saying? I'll turn on motherfucking fucking, uh, The Gap Band. I'll turn on motherfucking... The SOS band. Yeah. I want to hear something that's going to keep me grooving. I like to hear funk. Funk is my favorite. Like, funk. 70s funk, you know, like, love music. That's my shit. You know what I'm saying? I love that. So, you know, putting myself back into his album. Pretty, what's, your, what's, your favorite, what's your favorite song in there? My favorite song? That one with him and Moray on there. My Life? Oh, mm. that shit hard. That shit, that shit, that shit made me, like, emotional kind of. Yeah, it's deep. Like it's a, it's dope. Like I, I like every part that whole song. That song's like the perfect radio. Like song. that shit, kind of like that's the, hot, that's the hottest song on the album. I mean, uh, as in on Billboard, like uh-huh. as in like playing on radio, like, that shit, airway. That's the biggest song right here. That shit made me a little emotional. Yeah, Murray did his thing on that hook. It might have been his voice that fucked me up. And then Twenty One and Cole. Let's talk about that collab, mm-hmm. bro. Cole loves Twenty One Savage. You can tell. But 21 ain't like, uh, he, like, he reminds you of like a Ville nigga. He ain't sugarcoating shit, mm-hmm. bro. He said the same thing about Kodak. Like, we back home, man, mm-hmm. like, niggas gonna tell you what it is. You gonna get real love here. Mm-hmm. Like, we ain't, ain't no hate. Man, ain't no, we ain't no hating ass niggas, man. Like, I can't really speak for you, know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 
Nigga, Hating on a nigga will never get you anywhere, and that's a lesson. That's yeah, a message yeah, right yeah. there. But at the same time, even nigga, sh- sh- he hating you, still show that nigga love. Teach mm-hmm. him, teach him how to do that shit. That's right, the only right? way we are gonna get better, bro. Exactly. Nigga hate on you, show I him am. love. Facts, facts. You know what I'm saying you gotta meet, you gotta meet ignorance with love, bro. That's the only way you can, yeah, you can, you, you can pussy out of you. Man. You know what I'm saying you gotta get that pussy shit out your body, bro. Cause like a lot of niggas are trying to throw you off your game yeah. with that pussy shit, and like a lot of the times it be pussy shit. Yeah. Why a nigga don't fuck with you or a nigga hating on you. You know what I'm saying? But all the time over a bitch, probably. All the time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> on that note, yeah. stop acting like a hoe, bro. Yeah, fact. You know what I'm saying? So, so, shit. So, we got, you know, of course, the Cole. You know, Cole got the number one album in the mm-hmm. country, which is dope. Shout out to my dog. My mm-hmm. favorite rapper, of course. We also got a baby in dirt. You know, right now, baby mm-hmm. and dirt, like some of the hottest young niggas in the game, if not some, you know what I mean? Right. So they dropped their album. Reminds me of what I thought that Wayne and Joel Santana shit did back in the day. Mm-hmm. Or some people say, you know, Cole and Kendrick and that sort, or Drake and Future. So we got a, actually a, a album from it. It's been out not too long for us, but oh. I've been, I got a, actually a chance to listen to every track, man. How, mm-hmm. You got you listen to it yet? Not every track, from, but what from I collected? It's something we could have done without, but I'm glad that they did it. What you mean? This is some Johnson family vacation, like, uh, <laughs> like nah, 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 nah. Is that, that's what you doing? Nah, nah. You know, Force Energies, man. They might be cool homies, but that don't mean they're gonna be good on songs together. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I, I thought about that a lot as far as rappers that I want to see rap together. You gotta think about it. Like, just because them hot, they're the hottest rappers, don't mean they're gonna be hot together. Yeah. Dirt hard by himself. Baby is hard by himself. But it's great to see Dude, artists mm-hmm. that even like it's one thing to Think talk about it, but actually try that shit out and actually do it. Hopefully, mm-hmm. inspire more. Uh-huh. I like just getting music from from artists because I like I like. Of course, it takes time to make masterpieces, and I totally get it. Mm-hmm. But it's like, man, I like music a lot. So it's like you listen to that artist's music a lot. Maybe about six, seven months later, you be ready for some new shit, bro. And I get it. Mm-hmm. Like that's the wave now, starving your fans. Mm-hmm. But it's like. I like to hear some, at least, uh, you got all these songs that you sitting on, bro. Like, drop a song or two, my nigga. Like, right, like, what the fuck is you doing, my like, boy? Yeah, it'd be like, like people like T's. Like, I saw the Swiss Beats thing uh, uh, on, they had a little Swiss Beats and Timberland Versus. Mm-hmm. And had a J. Cole. Them boys lead. was drunk, too. Shout out them boys. They, <laughs> yeah. they live life on that motherfucker. Nah, that shit, hey, them boys got some hits. Yeah, you do, yeah. Hits. I was like, dang, they got hits. Both of them do, they got hits. Just dropped the uh, unreleased J. Cole verse. Mm-hmm. I heard about that. And I listen to it, and I'm thinking like, why? Like, why do it made me think like, why do producers? It's on one of the new songs of uh, X, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's him, Jay Z, Nas, uh, Jada, but Jada and Cole verse was wasn't released on it, and and but and I was heard about it. it sound like he was taking shots at niggas, yeah. so it made me think like, why do producers be sitting? Why do artists tease certain music, and they never release that shit, bro? Maybe it didn't make the cut. Why? But, but but when you but when you you teased it. It got so much love like it did, nigga. Like, I think that artists, in my opinion, I think they overthink certain shit. They sit on music for so long that it's like it's a dope song, but they don't feel about it as much anymore because they. Well, you gotta think about it. Artists is like one of the top insecure motherfuckers out here. You know what I'm saying? Because they know their music is good, but then they do it and it's too good. They're like, they're not gonna fuck with that. Think about it. Think about how much music Cole got from that era when he did Green Ranger. Green Ranger was probably one of his most like one of his most disrespectful ver- features that he ever put on a song. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Think of how many songs that he got that sound just like that. And then he then years later from that he gives Uchi the Uchi Wally beat album of the year. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He goes bananas on that. But why is it that you wait five years in between 
to put out something on that scale mm-hmm. when that's the type code we want to hear. Yeah. You give us melodic code, which is cool, but we want to hear that animal. I like melodic code too, like the "For Your Eyes" and "Let Go mm-hmm. My Hand." Mm-hmm. Those, I like that version of code too. I'm not the biggest fan of mm-hmm. when he do the auto tune, but I get yeah. it. That's a wave a little. Bit. You gotta like, you don't want to put yourself in a box or try mm-hmm. some new shit. I totally get it. But like, like nah, for, stay away from that auto tune shit. Yeah, like for example, like uh, the the first single. Mm-hmm. Uh, not I mean, I won't say interlude, but I'll say Amari. I just yeah. like. You could have went on. It's so many more better songs on that album, bro. Like, and mm-hmm. that's and maybe it's an auto tune. Maybe it's, it's a fan. I'm like, damn, I used to this kind of code from code. Yeah, you so. just expect. Just the thing is, we expect more out of them boys, them, them niggas that we know, like Nas. I'm, I'm a good. Like that boy Nas. got a Grammy, man. Shout out yeah, to that boy. Like Nas. So Nas puts out an album. I know it's gonna be shitty, but I know mm-hmm. he's a great rapper. You know what I'm saying? Shit, it's crazy. I just kicked it with a nigga that was bumping the Nas album, and I was like, so. what's for Nas' first album? The best. Ask Jay Z on the shop the shit that he did with uh, LeBron James. Jay Z, what's your? They was like Jay Z, what's your favorite album that you ever did? Mm-hmm. He said, I would say the Blueprint. I would say the Blueprint, but you know that'd be you know politically correct. But if you think about it, my first album was my best one. You mm-hmm. know, <laughs> my first album. Was, you know, it's crazy. He, yeah, it might be. And he said, you know, there's just nothing better. He said that that's the one I like. I just there's nothing better than that one. That's the one where I really started to feel. Or like you can and you can hear it in that, you can hear it in that first one, because the blueprints are politically the the best ones. Is what everybody's saying. That's what really took him. I, as me, I would say the black album, but that's just me. The black know. album was hard too, though. You know what I'm saying? Saying but anything Jay Z touched is fire. Hmm. Not gonna lie, even when he tried to go commercial with Volume One. You know what I'm saying? When he put yeah, that one Jay-Z, shit out, Jay-Z. that one when he was Jay-Z, dressing in the they shiny, they were talking about '90s, 2000. They were talking about legends. He was in the shiny like, suits and shit. When he did shiny suit song, that one song, nah, bro. Hope been relevant for mm-hmm. the past thirty years. This like, nigga, fifty nine, like damn near. You know what I'm saying? And he's still very relevant. Yeah. For and he sure. get on the track and wash a nigga, bro. Made that nigga nah say he had to redo his verse. You <laughs> <laughs> like, like that? Fuck that. We redoing my verse, nigga. Uh, so um, are you excited for the, the Migos about to drop the Culture Three the album? We haven't got nothing since, you know, Culture 2. We had a bad and bougie. Are you excited for some new Migos? No, that shit going to be a big-ass bag of mid, but I'm going to say this. They're going to have a couple of trap. They're going to have a couple of trap classics on there, though. I hope so, man. They've been, they been gone for a minute, so they've been quiet. I know they got hella shit to talk about. That's going to be a big-ass bag of mid. I'm you just, think... Why you think the buzz isn't where it once was? You think niggas You think about it, they, nigga put out a song. Ain't nothing, ain't, no, ain't nothing but a little bit of straightening. It ain't nothing but a little bit straightening. Mm-hmm. Y'all said straightening like 50 billion times before y'all even got to, you know what I'm saying? Like, if that's what you come up with, you could keep that goddamn bullshit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Have that motherfucker do something different. I got to hear something different. You gotta, I mean, you know, if you're going to give me that, give me at least give me goddamn, you know, what oh, y'all no. did on the first one. Yeah, they got a lot of hits, man. I'm excited for the Culture 3. I want to hear it, though. I'm I am excited I, for it. Yeah, so... We got that coming up, man. Uh, so, like we spoke on, of course, Kurt Cole earlier. He was the first rapper to have his first six albums go number one. Money Bad Yo, you know, mm-hmm. dropped some shit. Mm-hmm. And he doing his thing. DJ Khaled dropped the album. So, if y'all listen to that, I ain't gonna lie. It went number one. But all them good artists, man, on a, a song, you can make some better songs. Yeah, that, man. Like, who, like, you got, you got, must have a lot of yes men around you, my nigga. 
It's uh, like a lot of people do shit just for the hype, man. And I, and I, you know, I'm a positive nigga. And I ain't got nothing good to say about you. I'm, I'm not really gonna. Speak <laughs> not gonna say nothing at all. You know what I'm saying? You are but that like, nigga. I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and of course, slime language, young thug, them drop some shit too, man. Yes. Yeah. Was you feeling Kodak shit? By the way. That shit where it sounded like he was rapping in voodoo the whole time. He was singing and shit. <laughs> that nigga was wilding. I, was like, yeah. I fuck with Kodak. When he do shit like that, he kind of pissed me off. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that Zo shit is cool. Like, I yeah, understand. That's bag, a, my nigga. Yeah, that's a culture. You know, that's a culture thing for them boys. So, you know, shout out to all that shit that you did, what you did, whatever you did it for. But um, yeah, I need that. I need that other Kodak. I need that other Kodak. Yeah, no, for real, for real. And he came back. He, rap, he was rapping like that on that Yachty shit mm-hmm. he dropped. That's one of my favorite songs. Hit by it. Yeah. Yeah. When we can he hit rapping by like that. He in his bag, man. Nigga, like he deserved to be on that little Mount Rushmore <laughs> right. shit for the new generation. Right, man. Because that nigga, that nigga, his flow is ridiculous, man. Right. Motherfucking, motherfucking Charlemagne called him a, a down south lyricist. Shit, I ain't gonna lie. When he first came out, like on them deep in my streets and like, like that, they was he saying first, he was rapping like that. When he first they was came saying in like he could hunt. They was like you a lyricist, like on some trick daddy shit, on some like old trick daddy shit, like. But he had his own way. He would say his own lingo, which made it kind of yeah, cool. Yeah, bro. When I was when uh when I was in college, I seen that nigga uh perform before. Like when he first came, when he played, you no, know, they had that like that. The song like like that. Uh, why you why you move like that? Mm-hmm. Why you? Like that, whatever that song I heard in the yeah. video, but it's called like that. I've been and smoking I, broccoli, and it's when he first started going to dreads, mm-hmm. and he would rock the little uh, little kitchen cap around yeah. his head. Yeah, I've seen him perform in Charlotte, bro, and uh, yeah, that bit turned out. That shit was lit. Yeah, I used man. to really rock with Kodak. I, mean, I still do, but it's like I get where you coming from. He just do a lot more singing and mm-hmm. shit. I need some more bars. You know, but that's the things he went through though. He went through a lot of different shits so that make him, you know. Yeah, yeah, facts, facts, facts. Hey, by the way, let's give um shout out to Drake. He got Artist of the Decade. Artist of the Decade is major, but do you feel like it should be his? I do. Yeah, I do. I, I do. I like do. stats wise. Yeah. Let's I give it to Drake. I definitely do. Yeah, I definitely do. You know, because um, I'm over here thinking like, who else would, could we possibly say? Drake. Nah, yeah, <laughs> Drake, bro. And I'm not even on no bias shit. I'm just trying to like be. I just trying to like think. Uh, I, I was going to say I was thinking Rihanna. I was thinking Kendrick. Drake, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Drake, bro. Yeah, facts. Stats, man. Hot. He was hot for long runs. Yeah. Anything you put him on was fire. So shout out to Drake. He got artist of the decade. I mean, I was like real obvious right there. Um, are you excited for his new album? Yes, I just Drake. Who, who, who the best rapper in the game right now? By the way, best rapper in the game right now is Baby. Like as far as so, like, so well, all right. By the way, because I had a conversation with my boys about this shit, we asked this question: Are we excluding the Drakes, the Cole, and the Kendricks? I'm gonna say what's hot right now is Baby. Little Baby's on everything. Little Baby's on a genre tour. Like he's on so many different genres right now. Like people want him to be on. So I heard a fucking white girl song the other day, and this nigga is on it. He talking was a, trap shit. I heard a Kirk Franklin song. It, and this nigga, he's, on, he's it. on it. Talking some positive shit. And it was hard. And it was hard. <laughs> just blaze. You know what I'm saying? Like, just think about the shit, bro. It's, it's baby, bro. He got this yeah. shit in the head lot. And it's P fault. It's P fault, bro. I say it between him and Cole right now. And Moneybag is on fire. Yeah, too, Moneybag, bro. definitely. Memphis and music. ESTG, See how I let that out? And I ESTG, just said ESTG, ESTG hard, too, because uh, my nigga from work put me on that nigga, bro. That nigga hard. is hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey. The game is, yeah, these, yeah, them, like you said, them Memphis niggas, they doing their thing. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's, 
what else? Uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say um, I can't even get it. T. I want I want to put I want to throw T. Grizzly in that bitch. But T. Grizzly gets every time he nah, put out an album. Yeah, that month, that month, we ain't saying that right now. You know what I'm saying? T. Yeah, T. Grizzly yeah. still hard, but he still sound like how he did when he put his first album out. Yeah, you know like he's not progressing. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't really like when motherfucker don't musically. You know what I'm saying? Don't, don't be sounding. Hey, Demario, if you listening, man, I know you'll say Mo Three, bro. That nigga fuck Mo Three. Hey, put a nigga that be uh, he like the Mo Three Wild Wave. Yeah, first of all, I'm gonna say this right now. You know, I know we got a, a, a fan base. And all this and all that, like you know, we want to do. I'm gonna say this right now, Rod Wave. We both big niggas. You know what I'm saying? I fuck with you because you know you made it out the struggle. But that crime music, bro, I can't listen to that shit, bro. That shit, yeah, that's bitch depressing. You know what I'm saying? That's that, that that like I can't eat no more because my baby cheated on me and shit like that. that yo, yeah. your big ass is eating something, my. But bro. listen, if you really fuck with Rod Wave and you listen to this shit. Send me some good music that I probably send me, would like, bro. Send me something. Send me something, bro. I ain't gonna lie. My problem is I'm not a big fan of singing with auto tune. Yeah, like, man. All that fucking crying yeah. and bitching over women. Uh, come on, yeah. yeah. It's just me. Uh, so them niggas put it on. By the way, also and struggle they, and all that shit. By the way, man, just want to go ahead and get this out of the way too, man. Shout out to Kobe, um, his wife Vanessa. Mm-hmm. Um, they were presented. You know, he uh, he was inducted to the NBA Hall of Fame. Uh, That's so major. Shout out to the legacy of Kobe Bryant, the legacy uh, of Kobe Jordan, Bryant. Um, and Vanessa. You know, there to mm-hmm. hold him down on stage. Um, what does it make you think about the legacy of Kobe Bryant, man? Uh, the legacy of Kobe Bryant will always be uh, a tender one because Kobe Bryant was actually one of the first players that I really fucked with. You know what I'm saying? You, did you fuck with him even uh, like? Um, when people were hating him at one point, because at one point it wasn't everybody. Everybody act like they being love Kobe. Yeah, because a lot of niggas ain't always love Kobe. Niggas all the time. hated Kobe. So, niggas so hated like, Kobe. Because that's, 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 that's why I asked you. Like, yeah. was you a true Kobe fan? Like, yeah, man. Niggas so, hate this nigga. Was you? True? You think about it. The, the, the best ones at the time were you know like that age group was Penny was Penny and Kobe, and then you know your boy Allen Iverson came in. Iverson and T-Mac. Yeah, and T-Mac came in. You know, T-Mac came in with Vince Carter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you think about all that. um, I would say just the first time you seen Kobe hoop. And Jesus Shuttlesworth. Yeah. The first time you seen Kobe hoop, it was not Kobe. That was just a nigga that was a little nervous. But once he found out he was on that national scale... The motherfucker got in the gym, and next time he came back out there, oh, okay. He loved basketball, bro. He, like, he, li- he lives that Some shit. people in the league, I feel like they do it for some people for financial stability, and mm-hmm. some people really want to be great. Some people get that bread, and they're comfortable. Life, like, man, my mom, my family, they're taken care of. I got that bread. They're really good, and they're comfortable. Then you have another niggas like, hey, I got that bread, but I really want to be great in this league. I want to be remembered for something great around here. So I'm going to really put a lot of work in. And you can really tell some of the, the differences. Some people in their free time, they really be in the gym. They do just, mm-hmm. they do what they supposed to. You got some niggas that really be putting the work in, watching film, and they really want to be great. I'm pretty sure when you watch it, you can really tell the difference between the two, bro. Mm-hmm. Everybody not blessed like a LeBron and six nine head at the rim. You know what I mean? Right. Every time. Right. So. And, and just to think about it, man, Kobe is just a player coach combination that just. I think I think that's the greatest. I think he's part of the greatest one-two punch of all time. Mm-hmm. As much as I love Michael Jordan, in my opinion, he's the best player of all time. Mm-hmm. I think Michael. I think Kobe and Shaq 
as the greatest one two of mm-hmm. all time. I was saying that compared, you know, him and Pippen. Uh, well, him and Pippen was disgusting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. But great. Yeah, Kobe yeah. and Shaq was fucking ridiculous. It's crazy. Shaq was it was really Shaq team. Because mm-hmm. I was checking his it was, Yeah, you know what I'm I mean, saying? Kobe was, of course, Shaq a lot left. Shaq left from over there with uh, Orlando. Yeah, yeah, And I think Shaq that team. was a setup. Like when Kobe came in, Shaq was the setup, right? For him? Or did nah, Kobe? so Kobe had got drafted by Charlotte. Charlotte was like a team that, like, they started. Like, Charlotte was really like that it team in the mid 90s. Mm-hmm. Like, it was number one with the tenants and everything. They got drafted. They drafted Kobe Bryant, but they really needed a center, so they traded their first round pick for a center, which is Vladi Diva. He was in Space Jam, and they traded him for Kobe. Kobe went to L.A. and he was behind Eddie Jones, Nick Van Exel, all them good guards in L.A. He came there. He had to really earn his minutes, and then a lot of them niggas ain't like how he was so cocky and how he was so confident, like saying they got him next Michael Jordan. He had all this hype, and some people was hating him, saying like you ain't deserve that shit. But Kobe really. You know, he came in there the same year that Shaq signed. So, they came in their first years was together. Mm-hmm. And that was Shaq's team. That's always been Shaq's team. But when Shaq left, that's the reason why they had to – they were bumping heads. Because they was like, man, it was like egos. Mm-hmm. Like, who team is this? Is my team or your team? They said, that, they, said that man, they said that man Kobe snitched on Shaq. But I don't know nothing about that. All I'm going to say is this. Shaq and Kobe and them boys – Shaq and Kobe is the best duo to me. Best man. duo ever. I'm gonna man. just say so best shout duo. Shout out to the legacy of Kobe being Bryant inducted to the NBA Hall of Fame, man. So that's right there. You excited about this Floyd fight, by the way? Uh, him and Jake fucking Powell. Um, I'm gonna say no because this is cool. By the way, I like it. This it, shit, it is though, cool. Floyd Mayweather might get Peter Rose. Like and I'm, I'm not I'm not saying he gonna get beat the fuck up or something like because his defense is is immaculate, but Jake Paul throws some loose ass look like some loose ass stiff punches and like I said, Floyd is is a pro fighter. He 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 knows how to defend himself. We all know his shoulder roll is the best shoulder roll we ever seen in our life. We already know his counter punches is this. We know that. We know this and know that. But this Jake Paul motherfucker is like one of them lucky ass white boys, and I would hate for it to be like his first loss would be to some old Joe Blow ass white boy. YouTuber that don't even take the shit serious they and when they caught you with a lazy one. Them motherfuckers be walking around with they, they chest stay out. You know what I'm saying? Like, you ain't gonna be able to tell them shit for yeah, a nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like this, I would hate for it to be something like that. But I feel like I feel like Floyd doing it for a humble type thing. You know what I'm saying? Like let me humble this boy real quick. Yeah. Because he think he know how to box because he beat up Nate Robinson. Nate Robinson, my man. So I'm gonna go put hands on bruh and let him know that you know this ain't really what you thought. You know what I'm saying? But it's dope. Like for example, we even got to see Roy Jones and Mike Tyson do their thing. Like, yeah, man. I thought yeah, that was man. like really, really I cool. Think, I think Mike Tyson like held back a lot of them punches though, bro. Because think about oh, it. Oh yeah, I think the same thing. Uh, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Like, he he ain't really getting no. And Roy Jones is my favorite boxer of all time. So he seemed like and that. Shout out to Roy, man. He from Pensacola, man. Anybody from Florida, I'm shouting them out too as well. Yeah, he's my favorite boxer. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna say Flo- I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna say that. What's my boy name? Roy Jones Jr. Mm-hmm. After Antonio Tarver tapped that ass a little bit, shit got a little different. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, you know how that go, too. Niggas lose their yeah. egos after they get sat down a little bit. You get what I'm saying? Facts. So, yeah, I'm excited to see that shit, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, how you feel about Coach K, you know, retiring at Duke and, of course, Roy Williams? At a lot of, yeah. Right now, right now, as far as entertainment-wise, like, now as I'm noticing that like, we're doing this, um, Sports been in this whirlwind right now. You know what I'm saying? Like that's been the, the center of news. Think about it. Coach K dipping out is wild. Mm. 
You know what I'm saying? And they had it up there that he took a picture with a, with the young dude, and then now the new head coach is supposed to be that dude or some shit like that. Yeah, That's yeah. dope as fuck, bro. Never give up on your dream. He told him that in like two what ninety seven. And if you you're a Duke fan, which I am, like you uh. That's sad. You, you see, nah, that's great. Nah, that's, great. <laughs> that's sad. Y'all only good in one sport, but um, oh, uh, them niggas good in uh, lacrosse. <laughs> you're not saying that to me. Man. Yeah, My team lacrosse. is the Gators. We're good at everything. Facts, facts. Y'all is good. <laughs> I ain't gonna hold you. But um, what, what were we talking about, bro? We Coach, K about Coach K and Ray K, Williams. Yeah. Man, it's, man, I think the college landscape, like the like how college is changing now, how kids will start to be able to earn money, mm-hmm. how recruiting, how some people go to the G League sometimes. Mm-hmm. I think college is really changing the pandemic. Of course, this we, this could be a long conversation that we can get into, yeah. which we won't get into, but mm-hmm. college suffered a lot in the pandemic, bro. I think a lot of people realize that you don't really need college. We spoke on this on a previous episode, and we, uh, but college doesn't really hold weight like it once did. And I think when it comes to sports, a lot of kids are realizing they don't have to go to college to see their dreams come true. So I think that Roy Williams and Mike Krzyzewski, they are leaving around the same time when they call it the whole They probably called each changing. other and was like, hey. But it's, but it's crazy that Coach K won a, a farewell tour in his last year, and Roy Williams was like, nah, I'm good. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to go to the Those crib. Two, that just says a lot about you know mm-hmm. how, how different they are. I, they, who would you say had a greater career? Um, That's kind of crazy because they both put a lot of legends in the league. Mm-hmm. Um. Or I just feel like that phone call for one just went off like, hey, man, you know, uh, we're getting a little old. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They're on the phone. We're getting a little old, man. I just think we should think we should just lay it on down. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You think, you think how they talk? I think we should go ahead and just fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Roy Roy probably just like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm, I'm done. It's a, new, it's a new chapter, man. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I feel like for they need Carolina. to be. I feel like they, Carolina, should, them boys should be free from, from that. That's a lot of weight. Carolina don't play about their sports. Nah. North Carolina don't play about their sports. South Carolina don't play about their sports. You know what I'm saying? You know, Gamecocks and Clemson and all that. Shout shit. out South Carolina State, my you know school. Saying? You know what I'm saying? South Carolina, South Carolina State. Them niggas don't play about their sports boys. out there. You know what I'm saying? So, like, the Carolinas is one of them places where we take football, basketball, baseball yeah. very serious. And them boys did a hell of a job. Like, win, lose, or draw. Shitty seasons, good season, not. Only bust that I can think of that came out of them schools, out of, out of North, well, let's say the Tar Heels. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say Tyler Hansborough. He didn't do what I wanted him to in the league. Man, he's going to be bust from every college. I don't I think mean, college <laughs> got too much to do with that. But Yeah, I get what yeah. you're saying, but like the one that sticks in my mind, you know, I think about it. Cause you, yeah, because they're going to say they gonna say like which one was a bust or who was this or who was that. I'm going to say the only one that sticks in my mind that I remember, Tyler Hansbrough did what he was supposed to a little bit, but once he got in the league, bro, he was yeah, he was washed, bro. But All right, cool. So, uh, man, let's go and get some of these topics that mm-hmm. some of these people want to talk about. Uh, oh, yeah, Bob, before we do that, just going to – um, um, hope that everything goes good with tennis star Naomi Osaka. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Um, as it looks like she withdraw from the French Open. Um, it looks like that she had it. She was fine, fifteen thousand for not interviewing with the press. When they asked her about it, she had a big ent- emphasis on her mental health and saying that you know right now she wasn't in the right place about that. So man, the, anybody you know dealing with any type of mental health, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. This is something that you know it's a story 
that you should feel encouraged about. You know, it's all right. Everybody's going through different things with their mental health. So if you need any type of help and research when it comes to mental health, man, reach out to us. We definitely have some people we can get you in touch with or, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. make sure that you're good when it comes to your mental mm-hmm. health. That's very, very important. We got to take care of each other. Mm-hmm. So check on your friends. Check on your family members. Just make sure that they're good and they mental health good. Right. So I just want to give, a, um, you know what I mean, a shout-out to um, Tennis Star for that because that was very big. So let's go to that was, bra- that was brave of her too, bro. Yeah, she's uh, actually like the next. Yo, she, mental she, health. Beat, she beat, I think, Venus and Serena. Mm-hmm. I, think. I, I, I think thought that was a big turn of the page. Mental health is important before all bullshit. You know what I'm saying? You feel like it's a moment where you feel closed up. She go with Corday. Bottle, yeah, bottled in and anything. He from, he from Raleigh? I think he lives in Raleigh, but between that Raleigh, D.C., Maryland area. Yeah, well, I, think, I, said, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Be back and forth. I think he North Carolina, though. But shit. Shout I out to that same, nigga. I think the same way, too. So, like, it's on some shit. Like, mental health is definitely... um. Very important. Never, you know, anytime you feel like down or anything, nigga, you could reach out to one of us, talk to us. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? We'll make time, you know, when we when we come across it, to, you know, to speak to people. You know what I'm saying? Like anything that anything can help our community and people around us, people that listen to I, us. I spoke on that. I know you really yeah. building mental yeah. health, man. Yeah. So I want I wanted to make sure we bring yeah, that bro. up. Yeah, bro. So like that that's a big thing. Like we're here. I'm here. So you know. Yeah, for sure. All right. So um, let's go get on some of these topics, man. Yes, sir. All right. How do you feel like um? It says dating in 2021. Dating in 2021. Well, I can't I can't give you that answer. That was a hot subject. Yeah, yesterday. but but for me, what it looks like from, you know, looking in. Um I mean, that's, that's yeah, that's what we have. Yeah, yeah looking here. looking into it, uh it, it's become very internet dependent. Mm. Um my whole look on relationships is not based on the internet. You know what I'm saying? Like and you know, nigga probably going to hear backlash about this too, but I like a little bit of, you know, whatever. So I think as far as relationships, mm-hmm. it should be more held close to home and not so shared. Because once things become shared, mm. it goes to a different height. So now, coming from the era we come from, we were, what, 2006, 2000, 2005, 2006, 2007, 2008. Um, internet wasn't really that big. You know what I'm saying? We had Bebo and MySpace, but you had to be at the crib to be on that shit. Outside of that, we was outside. You know what I'm saying? Not really outside. Like, we was outside, bro. Uh, 2010 is when we really got to understand, like, Instagram and all that other shit. And you know what I'm saying? That that was a whole other thing that we got introduced to. But I feel like relationships got hung up too much on, like, wanting to show off now. Who can show off the the most love? Who can show off the most the most things I've bought for my girl or for my man? Or oh, look at my man, he's doing this. Oh, y'all man ain't doing that. I feel like it's too dependent on a show. You know what I'm saying? It's not dependent on it's not dependent on like two people looking at one another. You know what I'm saying? I, me personally, I don't really care for yeah. the posts and all that extra stuff and things like that and all that other crazy mess. I don't. You know, I don't really care. I'll, I'll do it if that's what you want, but this right here ain't really proving nothing. You know what I'm saying? I just feel like, I don't know. I just feel like it's a hassle these days because, like, these guys got so much. These guys got so much ahead of them before they even have a chance to show who they are as a man. Yeah. Because now what social media has done is created its own perfect man. You know what I'm saying? And 
Nine times out of ten, I think it, that man isn't that. Yeah, I think it needs to get back to old school. Um, mm-hmm. That's a great point that you made too. Yeah, man. that's a great. Yeah. That's a great. I think it really needs to get back to like kind of like the old school. Everybody wants to meet over internet, social media. I totally get it. Don't get it twisted. I totally get it with like you know COVID and everything. You want to stay safe and shit. But man, you gotta like instead of like just looking. You if you see something you like, you gotta go for that. You gotta like Ain't nothing to wait like, on. like what you waiting on, like what you really, really, really waiting on. If your time is off, like you know what I mean. But like I get that. But like if you see something you really want, go for that shit. Or like let somebody really know what's up, what it is. I don't think like, but more than number one, you need to chase his bag, and don't try to chase like love. Like right. you really, if you really just do what you love for a living and live life, it's gonna find you. And I, that's the best advice I really can give when it comes to any come to dating. Like, don't really go searching for it. It's really gonna come to you if anything. It's gonna be like it's gonna hit you out of nowhere. I feel like. I feel. I just feel like, as a man, and I've I've been the guy to be wrong on doing this too, uh, chasing the pussy before you chase the paper. Like I've been in a situation like that before. You know what I'm saying? I had to snap out of it real quick because like. How dare I try to chase some ass and I ain't got a crib to bring them back to. I ain't got, you know, a whip to go get them in. Mm-hmm. I ain't got no money to do nothing with them. But I'm chasing ass. I'm chasing tail. You know what I'm saying? I'm doing this. I'm doing that. You know what I'm saying? And my dad used to tell me, man, like, what you got to offer, my nigga? Like, yeah. even if you don't want to date them or anything or you don't want nothing serious, what do you got to offer them? You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, you got to look at yourself and what you doing. You can drop off the craziest meat on a bit, you know what I'm saying? And at the end of the day, you're going to look yourself in the mirror after that shower like, yeah, I'm in my mama crib. So basically what you're saying is that both parties really need to focus on being the best themselves. Yeah. And then when the best 100%. themselves, like, they get together. You know, 100%. It's going to be a, an incredible dynasty. 100%. Even fresh out of a relationship, don't try to jump back into another relationship. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Spend time with yourself. Know yourself. Learn yeah. yourself. A lot of people's thing is when they jump in relationships, they don't learn themselves before they try to learn somebody else. You know what I'm saying? I also say uh, when you're in a relationship or if you're talking to somebody or whatever it is, just know that y'all on the same team. Mm-hmm. Y'all not going against each other. So when somebody brings up a topic or they bring up something, mm-hmm. first off, that person is going to tell you some shit that you don't even want to hear all the time. They, they should right. want to push you, make you uncomfortable first off. Right. So if you get really comfortable with certain things... Or you not hustling as hard, they be like, hey, you know, on your shit. Don't be in your feelings because they told you some shit like that. He's like, it really pushes you to be better. Mm-hmm. But y'all are on the same team. Y'all not competing against each other. So I think that's really, really important, man. It's like when it comes to, like, y'all talking about ideas and things, mm-hmm. just know, like, that. Also, don't forget about your home. Like, no matter how life get busy gets, yeah. don't forget about who you do it for and who yeah. that you really care. Yeah. You can get so focused on the world and taking care of everything else. That you forget about the people who are your biggest fans. You know what I'm saying? And But when it comes to that, besides that, when it comes to dating, if you see something you want, go for it. You know, I'm not really a, I'm not really a person that, like, uh, just, just if, uh, just, uh, you know what I'm saying? I ain't really a, I'm over, I'm very direct. But I know, I know everybody not direct like yeah, me. And I yeah. know it, it takes a lot of courage. Mm-hmm. So, but, man, I, that's the best advice I could say. Go for it, but at the same time, uh, try to make things be blunt and honest as possible. And whatever it's meant to be is going to come to you. Like, just be yourself. And, like, you know what I mean? You don't have to lie to be around nobody. Don't be on no lying shit. That's that's also, that's lame as fuck. 100%. Like, that's, that's corny as fuck. Right. You just want to be yourself and just keep it 100. And then whatever, however the chips fall is however the chips yeah. fall. Because the thing is, either they're going to fuck with you or they ain't. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, 
That's saying like, like you the ball gotta, is in your court. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like you, you step real and I learned that over time too. Like step real from the beginning. Yeah. Ain't nothing to be mad about later. Shout out my nigga too short. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So like I always stay true to you. Make sure you make yourself happy. Yeah, so that was dating uh, mm-hmm. 2021. 2021. Man. I feel uh, like, like I said, internet runs everything right now, man. I think, to, before we wrap up on that, I think people should step back from the internet and try to compare their situations to other people's yeah, situations. You know what I'm saying? Preach, Reverend. I just feel like, you know, that man's story is that man's story. Because what happens is, a lot of the times you see people parading relationships and oh I'm doing this and wanting to be goals and posing for pictures but you don't know behind them pictures Ooh, that man calling also, that nigga also, if, if, yeah, you, if yeah. you really like somebody yeah. like this person for that person don't try yeah. to do it for yeah. the attention work your friends or yeah 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 yeah, like, yeah you really do it cause you like damn like mm-hmm. I really want to be with this person not for like what the image is to my friends or how they perceive or how things might be mm-hmm. you know what I mean like do it cause you really love a nigga like mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. not like that clout shit. Yeah, man. So like I said, you know what I'm saying? Behind them pictures, you never know what's going on, bro. Facts, like facts. they could he he right after that picture, they I fucking hate you. Don't fucking talk to me. Go ahead and post it for your little followers. And they both doing it just for a status, man. That status is not that important, man. Your sanity is, yeah. man. Fuck all that bullshit. Y'all get that bad together, you yeah, that's, you know the one. Y'all get, that's the number one thing. Like just be your I personal think life. Work, I think shit works best when you're around people. You just being yourself. And you're not trying. Mm-hmm. Not, when she not trying you, you not trying her. It's like mm-hmm. we just we cool as fuck. Mm-hmm. Right? You know what I'm saying? And it's like uh, I think shit just works best when you really want the best for that person without trying to hit on that person. That's when it comes like a natural connection. Like I really rock with you because like before anything, you was mad cool. Like it's a genuine mm-hmm. respect. I could really be around you and I trust you and shit. Right. And so I think that's how it start first. Dating in twenty twenty one. There it is. Yes, sir. Um, how do you feel like um, the effect of weed on our community? Uh, uh, weed in the black community. Okay, weed in black communities is always either one or two things is gonna happen. Either you're gonna be fine and just be like everybody else that smokes weed, and then become a chain weed smoker, mm-hmm. however you call it, or you're gonna get a bad batch and go crazy. So, my message to a lot of people is. If you're going to smoke weed, be responsible. Educate yourself. Don't educate yourself first. Mm-hmm. Look into it. YouTube is a damn good teacher. Know what your body can take. Listen to how it makes certain things feel under certain circumstances. Um, don't smoke with people you don't know or trust because bad things can happen. Um, you know, fried brain and, you know, get a hold of some bad shit. Mm-hmm. You don't want... You don't want that. And then for the black community, I just feel like it has a toll on the black community because it's been a dependent for so long. You know what I'm saying? Now they making it illegal everywhere now? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So it's been a dependent. Weed has fed a lot of families. Niggas ain't just selling weed no more. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You got to make more money. You got you to it's another. You gotta take another route. The, yeah. fed, the feds, so they take, they, the government ain't making money off that shit now. Yeah, bro. So, you know, it's, it's, starting, it's starting to become a whole different thing now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So hopefully we can... Hopefully we can we can we can we can bring some shit together, you know what I'm saying? And, and and figure out, you know, stop trying to lace other folk. Stop trying to like, you know, with the weed shit cuz like you, you sit down with some people, bro, you don't know what people do, man. People mix their weed with all kind of shit, you know what I'm saying? Like if you know, people you hanging out with like, you know what I'm saying? People that smoke weed eventually want to get higher. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not everybody is like that, but they want to get higher, and they start crumbling shit up and putting it in they, in they weed shrooms maybe, yeah. or you know moon rock, and 
mixed with a little bit of wax, and that's that's people who with high tolerance. A lot of people ain't got a high tolerance. That's where they go wrong. Yeah. You ain't got a high tolerance. You can't you can't take all that. That's right. how I feel. What would you say about um, the government finally admitting to like um, UFOs? Okay, so now we're getting a conspiracy. Yeah, this is cool. You know uh, how we do, man. Uh, On the Skin uh, East podcast, yeah, you get, we, we talk about everything. Conspiracy things about UFO shit is like one of my favorite things to do. Like I'm literally yeah, nerd for that shit. Yeah, like I'm I Fucking I will get I will get in this <laughs> for sure. I'll get in this motherfucker. No cap, bro. Wrap up in a big fat ass blanket. Get it bricking this bitch. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And sit right here at this TV and That's watch motherfucking cool Netflix fuck. and watching watching National Geographic, just watching that shit. Mm-hmm. Because like, what the fuck makes you think that we're the only motherfuckers in this world, bro? Like, not in this, you know, like just in this universe. Like, what the fuck? You look at all the other planets, nigga. We damn near the smallest one, if not the smallest one, bro. Yeah. Then they find another place called Super Earth. It's another. It's another place that looks exactly like Earth. Looks exactly like Earth, but it's bigger, way bigger, fucking huge. Makes this shit look like makes world make the world look like a little ass kid pin like little ball. I saw a picture recently of you know the horn, the little ring around Saturn. Yeah. It was a picture, and it was of a camera angle as if he was in that, and it was so dope, bro. Yeah, yeah. I think it's so cool. I don't know. I mean, you, you never know, but it's real weird when when uh, I know how airplanes and how they have different ships, how they can detect certain things around, but see, and the, if certain things so move they, that fast and disappear think about in order. It, we're smart, but what makes you think a motherfucker that's over there ain't so the, smart? The, the real question is, since we're bringing this up, mm-hmm. and the government is finally, it seems like, meant to stuff, mm-hmm. are they preparing for something to happen and just, like, giving little warning signs so before it happens? Well, this shit you never know, man, because, like, the government mm. are sneaky motherfuckers. Mm. Mm. I, I think they'll leak a little bit of shit out, like, a little bit of leak, leak this, leak this, leak My this. My whole thing is... And then before something big happens... How are these top secure, cert, you know, top security clearance places leaking all this footage? Like, how is that even possible, bro? Like, is there a motherfucker to sit back and be like, you know what? We seen a UFO today. The world need to see this shit. I'm tired of hiding this shit. I'm going to put it out there. It's interesting, man. I'm going to put that motherfucker out there. I mean, they need to see this shit, cuz. You know what I'm saying? Like, what? The, how, how in the hell does that even... I don't think... You know, now I think is the video fake, but then it's confirmed. Then they put out another one confirmed by, you know, U.S. Yeah. governments that this is UFO stuff. Yeah. And, like, and why UFO motherfuckers don't never touch ground? Like, why y'all just keep floating in the air fucking with us? If you're going to come over here and do something, pop off. You know what I'm saying? Pop off. Yeah. Nah, test our jaw a little bit. Nah, nah, nah. Not nah, because nah, the thing. I'm just saying. Test <laughs> our. Bro, test our jaw, nigga. Y'all been floating around, fucking around in the air all this time. And if y'all is landing out there in Area 51 and shit like that, we can't never see it. Yeah. I think if, so anything, how, I think if anything, Area 51... They, uh, There's they, some they, hot they, shit in there, I bro. I think they got shit at least protecting us if anything like it come down. Area to 51 it. has UFO mother. I think because niggas don't think I'm crazy, but I love conspiracy shit. I'm a freak hey, for it. I'm a conspiracy did, freak. Did, did you look at a documentary of Area 51 before? Yes, because I have too. Yes, I have. <laughs> My plenty, plenty of plenty of them on YouTube. Hey, Hella, I might watch one tonight. Hey, I ain't gonna lie. If I ever go out there, mm-hmm. I would love to just go to the state. I'm at, I'm at, I'm at low, like crazy. What's the area fifty one? There's something in there. I know something in there. You know, you can't be dr- you can't fly drones mm-hmm. or nothing. No, none there. of that shit. But I feel like they got UFO motherfuckers on, on, under arrest. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like there's like 
Oh, like oh, like Men in Black. Like there's an alien that he found. I feel like that shit is like that because like some shit that they do be for real. Like bro, bro, we so stupid as humans sometimes. Like we smart, but we so dumb as humans. They could they could put it right in our fucking faces, bro, and we won't even think nothing of it. That's funny. You know what I'm saying? They start blowing (laughs) buildings up in movies and shit. And why the fuck in real life it start happening? Yeah, the Boston race where they blew up the fucking the race they had out there, people was running and shit. That happened in a movie first, nigga. Like, yeah. how the fuck? You know what I'm saying? I just be like, man, that men in black shit just too crazy, bro. Like, think about it. It's a UFO, bro. They could do that's whatever. A, that's a, yeah, you so, know what I'm saying? So. Aliens are. I feel like they out there. I, I do. I really do feel like it's some shit. I don't know when the fuck we gonna meet. Mm-hmm. But I know damn well some other shit out there because we cannot be God. Just like, you know what? I'm going to just make humans. Then I'm going to make animals. And then I'm going to make insects. And then that's it. That's all I'm going to make. And some, you know, they just going to live on this earth, on this it, one place it is, called and Earth. earth and, but, but the world's going to be so but, big. But, but the universe the universe is just so wide and broad. But the only place is going to be, be the only living, breathing things on Earth. Yeah, it makes you think. Oh, you know, in the, in the universe. Fuck that. There's some motherfuckers on there on Mars. They be trying to say motherfuckers ain't no life out there or none of that shit. Fuck all that. Y'all lying, bro. <laughs> y'all the government and shit. I don't trust y'all niggas. So uh, that's right there. Another uh, another topic that someone talked about. I can't relate to this. So mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I can just get mm-hmm. my percept my you know, from my perspective from like family and friends. Child support. Okay. Um I I can't speak on that. Well, I can speak on it, but I don't. I'm not going through that, so I don't know how it would feel. But I I know a few niggas, and I know of people that is. I can pretty much assure you that you know. I look at it. Yeah, if you ain't I, taking care of your kids, that's what bro, I'm saying. If you're not taking. You're not reading your kids' yeah, life. If you're not, not your taking kids' care life. Of, get hit with them papers, bro. Pay, pay what you owe. Because I, I, for example, my kids mom calls, was, just, was just a single parent. My mom was a single parent. My mm-hmm. dad wasn't in my life at all. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, I didn't notice what he looked like until my graduation. Mm-hmm. And like, shit, I ain't, I ain't know what he looked like at all. So like, just imagine it was just me, mom, and my brother. Mm-hmm. My brother, like, you know, I call his dad my dad, mm-hmm. but. I, he not my biological dad, mm-hmm. so I were so when it came down to it, he would make sure I'm always good. But my brothers always make sure he, he you know, like when it came, he didn't have to do child support because he was making sure my brother had clothes, right. money, and all that. My dad wasn't there, right? So I, I didn't have that extra support right there. So a motherfucker like that, I feel like child support is needed when it comes to that. That someone mm-hmm. that's not around, you're not there at all. Like a word, like you brought somebody into this world, you're not even gonna be there for your child. You ain't mm-hmm. gotta be with the person, but. Like, like at least you know what I mean. Help yeah. this young boy that you put in his world have a better world. Yeah. So when it comes to that, yeah. But the ones that are very spiteful, that just because y'all not are dating or talking that no more, and that's your reason for doing it. That shit is wrong, especially if he's like making sure that everything's taken care of. He's being a good father. He making sure like you know what I mean. Making sure that a kid is taken care of. He doesn't have to take care of you. Y'all not talking her together. He doesn't have to take care of you. But as long as that child is taken care of. Right. And number one is love. That is very, very important. That is, uh, in my point, that's when I feel like there should be no child support. I don't even want to like, I don't even think that shit is cool at all in the first place. Yeah. I, I think that shit is really like, honestly, it's kind of like, uh, why would you put your nigga on papers and shit? Like, like even that show, like, regardless of what y'all, if y'all work out or not, why would you want to put somebody else on papers when you already know how hard it is for a black man? But if he not being there for his life at all, he not there at all. I mean, not peer. He being a dish, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you do what you yeah. want. Yeah, deadbeat niggas. You yeah, gonna hit. You gonna get hit with that paper, bro. You gonna hit that paper, bro. But ill will women, man. Y'all gotta stop that shit. Especially if it's a nigga that's putting in work for his child, like, and that's being there for his child, trying to communicate with you and be with his child, like. 
Yeah, they just, said one. Uh, uh, just just um, off that off that topic. Do you feel like because there's another topic, so we could just speak on two, a two for one? Mm-hmm. Do, they, do you feel like women have obsession an obsession with being independent? Uh, yeah. This is a conversation that I've had before with women or a woman. Um, it's gotten to the point where women are starting to feel attacked, like. They need a nigga to make some shit happen. Yeah. And men did that to women, no matter how motherfuckers put it. You need me. I'm the man. I, I'm the man. I'm supposed to do everything. Women supposed to sit back and shut up and enjoy the ride. You know what I'm saying? They've been getting told that for years. Since the fucking beginning of time. You know what I'm saying? Since the goddamn Flintstone ages. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, motherfuckers been... So now that women are in a position to where they're able to be bosses, they're able to be managers they're able to be supervisors they're able to be all these different types of things you know what i'm saying like it's a major because women didn't have rights to do a lot of things they're able to vote they're able to do a lot of things they they just been able to vote for not too long it ain't been long so a woman feels like they have to be independent and do independent things because of what a man created a man created women don't have rights a man created that so they scream naturally Independent, independent, independent. I don't need no nigga. I don't need no no nothing. I think a lot of it has to just to speak on that. It has a mm-hmm. lot to do with how some people are raised. We're exactly, one hundred percent. A single parent in a home, one hundred percent. Hold it down by herself, one hundred percent. It's like man, she ain't even need a nigga. She don't like, even need no nigga to do this. So I don't need one neither. And, and I respect them type of girls too because mm-hmm. it it puts a, it puts it easier on you as a man. Like okay, we together, we a team. I know if I'm fucked up, she know how to go get it. Mm-hmm. You don't want one of these prissy ass women out here. That that always been hand to foot. Somebody been doing something for them, and they don't know how to maneuver when something get fucked up. Yeah, you don't want that. That is not something a motherfucker want. You want a woman that's gonna know how to goddamn strap up the boots and be like, all right, motherfucker, it's time to go to work. You know what I'm saying? Like we gonna have to get this money back in here, and then we can chill when we get a leverage. Let's figure out what we gonna do. So like, shout out to all the women that screaming that independent shit. Everybody needs somebody, but you don't need nobody. If you get what I'm saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying. Everybody needs somebody, but you don't need. But like it's, all, but just know, it's always two is better than one. Just know that. Yeah, like, bro. You don't want to be so independent that like it's really help right in front of you. You know what I'm saying? Like good help. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's the one thing. Not all good money or good help. All help is not good help. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because you gotta understand why somebody intentions of helping out or want to do for you. So just think of that. But I think it's real dope, like to see like a woman. Like, there's a lot of people out here who aren't really doing shit, and they rely on somebody else for income so much that if that part that shit doesn't work out, where do they go to, bro? Like, you know what I mean? They fall on the ass, or they fall like really to nothing. So it's really good to see women really inspired, and they really doing shit. Where they like they they where they went to college or their careers, their businesses. They can really hold it down. And it's like, yo, wherever it come down to it, if I'm me by myself or or I'm in a relationship, I bring something to the table. I can have a bag. So regardless of you up, shit, I'm going to add this paper on top of yours. You know what I'm saying? We're going to have an empire. Shit, if you down, I'm up right now. I got you. And that's how it's supposed to be. That's how it's supposed to be. And if if it's not that way, sit down and talk. Make it that way. Facts. Hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Communication is key. Mm-hmm. In a relationship, communication is key, bro. Make sure you talk. You gotta talk. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man. Um, back to the season, man. Season, you know, season three, episode twelve. Mm-hmm. Like on Apple and uh, SoundCloud. Yeah, man. We, we like I said, man. 
it's a lot of work we still got ahead of us, man. It's a lot of things that we got to do to still progress as a as a podcast. And everybody that's been riding with us, I really, 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 really appreciate it, man. Y'all, y'all give us a lot of you know strength to to keep this shit moving, man. Because uh, you know, like I said, it started with a with a conversation, and here we are, you know, a couple years later, like about three years strong, yeah, right? You know what I'm saying? So we just we so, just we trying to keep it going. I know I know I read something that said the first five years of a podcast is the hardest time. When you stick with it, you know what I'm saying? Remember, I sent you a video like that a while ago. A little while ago. Probably when we first started this shit. Uh, first five years. He, he off rip. He said the first five years is going to be, you know, tough. You, mm-hmm. You're going to get to that point to where you're on it, you're on it, you're on it. Then you're going to slow down. Then you're going to slow all the way down. Then this might come to a halt. And you got to pick it back up. You know what I'm saying? So, I think we've been through all those stages. I think it's... I think I think a lot of it has been tested mm-hmm. probably more of season two because season one, yeah. you and me really in the Charlotte area, we connected. So we was very yeah. consistent. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Season two, you know, of course, I moved, COVID. It was a lot of happening in season two, like a lot of stuff in, in life and your personal life as well yeah. in season two. And shit, like, I'm very honest, bro. Like, that's when we got to be accountable. Like, damn, like, to the, our listeners – like we have to be better and have to give you guys more y'all. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, y'all are hundred percent. And y'all come out here and y'all show up and support us every time. And just me as on just doing as a podcast, went to college, went to radio and different stuff of this. I just want to make sure I continue to give y'all the best and my best effort. If I'm not giving my best effort or I can't be consistent in giving my best, you know what I mean? Maybe I need to step aside, you know what I mean, take a break from it, make sure so when I do it, I do it exactly as hundred and ten percent right. And you know what I mean? Uh I feel like we have a great platform. It's a lot of great people that really listen to us, man. It's a uh, mad talent. A lot of people really, really wants to get on our show, and I really would love to get on our show. There's some interviews that we got that we never released, man. It's time to get in the creative uh, space, bro. But, you know, I really want to make sure that we really, you know, season three, we know we really know this next step. Make sure, like, we really give the people what they what they deserve. Yeah. And not just that, but more important, what you and me deserve. Because we've been yeah. very consistent with yeah. this shit. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. We got we owe ourselves better. And like I said, accountability is the first step with this shit, man. We just we just trying to make sure we give y'all the best of us, man. Like, sometimes we step away and sometimes we're away from this. Because if we force an episode, it ain't going to be genuine. It's not going to flow like I was supposed to. We're going to treat it like a job instead of a hobby. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is a hobby that we can turn into a job. But at the same time, this is to give y'all great energy and give y'all love and pay niggas they homage while they can still, you know, receive it. So we got a lot to work on. Y'all just stick with us, man. It's a lot of improvements we got coming up, a lot of things that we have to get in order, man. So like I said, I appreciate every listener. I love every last one of y'all. Shout out to the people that listen out, man. And um, I might throw a question up, you know, later on for my listeners. You know what I'm saying? And ask y'all a question within this uh, podcast. You know, pay for somebody gas or something. $50 cash app or something like that, man. Nah, for sure. So you make sure y'all listen to this shit. Make sure y'all listen to this shit, man. I might, I'm going to go through here and pick out something that I said. And, you know, first person who, first couple of people, maybe first 10 people that give me an answer, I put y'all names in a hat. You know what I'm saying? And pick a person. And yeah, yeah. So we're going to do a little cash giveaway. We yeah. already talked about yeah, it. Yeah, so yeah, if you listening. You know, and not just listen today, but you really want, you've been rocking with us for mm-hmm. real. Yeah. But I don't care if you got, you got on like shit. This could be your first episode. Right, right. You still But like, in. you really tuned in, man. And you find, like, if you're going to do like Snowfall, catch up on the first season, mm-hmm. do your thing. Mm-hmm. We've been, we've been at it. It's in a season two. So, you know what I mean? Next up, you know what I mean? Of course, whether it be a season three, you know, we about to find out. But like I said, we really want to do, we want to make sure that we really give y'all our best foot uh, uh, for it, man. 
Like, you and me been rocking for three years yeah. strong, bro. This shit's been great. This shit's been fun, bro. So, um, you know, anything you need, nigga, until, yeah. you know, next time yeah. I got you. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Like I said, man, we just, I would like, I would like for us to get some pictures and shit, man. I got to. I gotta figure out what the hell I did with this password and get get you a password too for the damn page so you can. Oh yeah! By the way, for y'all that do, on the Skin East podcast page, Skin's been holding that down. Yeah, but, you know we're gonna get that. We're gonna get that tightened up for you guys. Yeah, yeah man, I've been slipping with that shit, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like I said, man, y'all deserve y'all deserve better. Y'all deserve the best from us. And uh, shit, y'all know you know y'all know like this between you between us. Ain't nobody doing like us, man. For real, we've been doing this shit for a minute. It ain't about like who, how long you been doing, who do it best. And I feel like when it comes to both of that, we've been we've been doing our thing, my nigga. But it's time to take this shit up to a whole new level. More videos. We got a lot of shit up our interviews. sleeve, man. We just ain't been we just ain't been locking down on it, man. It really comes like it really comes being coming out of distance. To keep that's the number one thing mm-hmm. with distance. Yeah, man. But regardless, man, that's what it comes down to. We about to. Uh, we're gonna get this shit right for you guys, man. But y'all the number one fans in the world. The Skin East Podcast, episode yes, sir. twelve. Yes, season sir. two, season finale, man. Yeah, man. Gotta get some pictures, some video videos, man. Mm-hmm. Um let Start us know giving what y'all more think. Visuals. Show some love, man. Um anything y'all need, we here for you guys. We love y'all. Um anything you wanna say for us, we sign out. Hey man, y'all keep listening to us, man. We got a whole lot of shit coming for y'all. We love y'all. Appreciate every listener. And we out. Yes, sir. Peace.